Catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Thank you so much for joining us here on Radio Taiwan International. Coming up next is Hashtag Taiwan and Status Update, but we're going to start off like we always do with a little bit of Here in Taiwan. Hello and welcome to Here in Taiwan, where we talk about the news that's too wacky and too funny to make it to our website. If you're joining us on our Facebook live stream, today is Monday, August 23rd. Or if you're listening via shortwave, today is actually Tuesday, August 24th. Joining me in the studio today is Emma Banak. Hey guys. And Stash Butler. Hello. And of course, I am your host, Mr. Leslie Liao. You don't have to call me Mr. <laughs> I want to call you Mr. <laughs> you don't want to call me Mr. We got a good lineup of stories today, and hopefully we can get through half of them, because when it's the Monday lineup, we have a very hard time getting through the stories yeah, that we've we got to pick up the about. pace <laughs> we really got to just cut start Actually, we don't, i don't think we need to you know let's stick with the current pace. that's what good radio is all yeah. about you know you just keep talking uh today's stories i have a selection which is a Pudu festival the Pudu festival just passed that was yesterday and that involves some ceremonies and some praying and the american institute in taiwan which is the de facto american embassy got involved and they had some pretty cool things to share on facebook people talked about that a lot um, another story I have, and this one kind of boiled my blood a little bit. Uh, I am, I'm only going to tell you guys this. Guy tries to surprise his girlfriend. Girl surprises him back. Now, Uh-oh. that's all you're going to get. The possibilities are endless. Oh, that's Uh-oh. what I, I leave it open-ended. Now, Stash is going to tell us about a twist on a very popular online game that's been going around in Taiwan. And uh, about a very pivotal animal sighting on in uh, one of Taiwan's national parks. And then Emma has a story about the beaches reopening, so aquatic enthusiasts rejoice. You can go to the beach again, you can go to the pools again, and have fun. All that and more coming up next on Here in Taiwan. Don't you go away, you guys. So, do you guys want to hear about the religious ritual first, or do you want to talk about the story that I found that made my blood boil? I want to find hey, the, the story that made The suspense is killing Okay, you want to hear the story? <laughs> this is what I'm going to tell you about the story. Stash, Emma, um, when you've dated people, what's the longest you've gone without talking to them? Like, maybe via text. You mean, like, during the time when the date you were dating was yeah. the longest? Um, probably like a few days. A few days? Yeah. Emma? Maybe like a day. Okay, a day. Let me tell you about this one guy. He's from Kaohsiung. His name is, he's, uh, his surname is Lin. And he disappeared on his girlfriend for two hours. And there, here's the thing. He was making <laughs> his girlfriend a secret birthday cake. So he was like making one right, for her as right. a surprise. Girlfriend couldn't find him for two hours. Like, I guess his phone was blowing up. Couldn't yeah, He yeah, wasn't yeah. responding to texts. All for the uh, for the sake of secrecy. Yeah, yeah. But this girl, I don't know what's going on. She took a spray paint can to his Maserati. What? And she wrote the words. She sprayed the words scumbag. What? The Chinese oh words for scumbag God. on his car. Wait, wait, I mean, okay, just to put this in context, was it her birthday that day? It was her birthday that okay. day. I mean, like, so, I mean, not, I'm not saying that this behavior is justified, but it's <laughs> no. not just like... You, you were cl- quick to pick sides it's, here. It's, it's not just a usual <laughs> kind of, like, two-hour absence. It's presumably she was 
met, you know, angry because he was away on her. But still, I mean, that's that. Or maybe that's, he that's hadn't mad. said happy birthday at all the entire day. Maybe, but like, I think this is just she like for wow. two hours, man, just wow. for two hours. I do you know how many impromptu naps I, I take, like, and I just disappear on. You could someone? be gone. Oh yeah, I just. I mean, I, he, sometimes mid conversation, you know, like you're, you're speaking to Leslie, he just chimes out, you know. I'm just gone. He's just gone. You're so, like, well, and, and that's he, it. you might be thinking he's talking about chat software. Sometimes I just walk away from the conversation we're having face to face. Wow. Yeah. So, that is that is, and I they they stay together, like. They he, stayed he, together. He took this what? in his stride. He took this in stride. He, yeah. Uh, Did according, he finish the cake? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, he had, inst- he had some very choice words to put on the cake oh. after he found out she um, spray painted his car. Some very choice words that is, is oh. all I'm going to say. Uh, and online, you can see them ha- take a picture with the cake. The words are censored out, so you know it's not friendly <laughs> uh but yeah that is the story i mean i just i i can't get my wrap my head around that this, is mad i can't believe they could stand each other enough to take a picture together after that yeah can you believe that they really made up quickly yeah. and this guy drove a maserati do you know like i drove i drive a 20 year old car if somebody did that to my car <laughs> i would not be okay with it yeah right? like i can bag like i can bag on my car i, just, I can i just don't think that uh, that's just in what in what situation is that reasonable behavior? It's not healthy. I don't know. It's not even. It's not the least bit healthy. Yeah, I, I feel, feel like, like yeah. None of his friends are going to hear this story and be like, "You should definitely stay with that." Guy. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm not his friend, and I and clear as day. Like usually, I'm be like, "Oh, there's two sides to a story." Something, something, something. Yeah. Here it's just like for me, it's what? a unilateral decision. Here I'm just like, "Yo, man, this That's, is yeah." Yeah, Not. so that is the story, the outrageous story of the day that I have. Um, yeah, so I guess. What's What's the moral of the story here? What do we, like, don't. If you want to find out if you can date someone, take a nap on them and don't tell them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, See what happens. That's my takeaway. All right, now, as we've discussed before, the seventh month of the lunar calendar is ghost month and that is supposedly when the doors to the underworld open and all these ghosts come rushing out and yeah apparently these ghosts are like hooligans because right. they are known to be mischievous and they're messing you up they're messing me up man <laughs> uh, i said um i'm 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 gonna say it like ghost month 2021 wants a piece of me <laughs> it is taking it it's getting it it's getting it um, one of the things is yesterday, which was Sunday, August, um, not August 15th, I'm sorry, August 24th, 22nd at this mm. point, was the halfway point for the, uh, for Ghost Month. Okay, and so halfway there. We're halfway there. I just got, I got another two weeks to make. <laughs> but usually we do a Pudu ceremony, which is kind of like you take out all these offerings and then you pray to them and then they're like offerings to the deceased and what we call Hao Xiongdi, or as I like mm. to call them, the good buddies, mm. which I like that name because, it, A, it makes the ghosts sound like they're a bunch of frat boys. Yeah. yeah. And, Backwards baseball caps yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and that, that's basically their reputation, right? Because they come out and they're just, they act like frat boys, yeah, apparently. Yeah, they mess things up. They mess my car up. They mess my fridge up. You know, I just, I don't appreciate it. One of the organizations in Taiwan that's uh, participating in Pudu, or they had their own Pudu, was actually AIT, which is the American Institute in Taiwan. And they got into the spirit of Pudu, man. They got 
beer they get um a bunch of fruits and one of the fun things is you you burn joss paper which is spirit money yeah on pudu it just you know you burn the money the money goes to the is sent to the i never understood that do they have like a full kind of economy a ghost economy evidently yeah (laughs) evidently apparently and not just that but they have multiple currencies because ait they burned greenbacks uh american dollars like american 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 dollar Joss paper. Okay, or at least I, I think. Say. <laughs> at least I didn't even I know think. they made that. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought you were gonna say they started burning Monopoly money or something. Yeah, <laughs> I would burn Monopoly money, man. Um, one of the other highlights at the AIT Pudu Festival was actually beer specifically brewed for AIT. For, I was about to say specifically brewed for ghosts. Oh no no no! no. Right. Like uh, <laughs> it's a it's a beer. It's like an AIT edition beer. That's cool. Yeah. It's, who's it's, who's it like? I mean, I imagine it's kind of. Made by some kind of special it's, brewery. Or I, I Taihu hear it's Taihu. Is it Taihu? Taihu. Okay, yeah. well, that's good. I like Taihu beer. It's so. a very specific. It's, it, uh, uh, the label says uh, AIT and it's got the AIT logo. Wow. And it says. Can we um, get an RTI one? I want maybe. You <laughs> Should we get an RTI beer? I mean, when's when's the next? You know, is what there kind an of anim- flavor would you want if there was an RTI beer? Uh, I'm a. I get, well, like I'm I, quite a big fan of IPAs. I like ciders. IPAs are good. Yeah. Like, on, honestly, man. Having interacted with you guys, I really don't think there's any beer that we would turn down. <laughs> Just having interacted with I you mean, guys. I mean, is there like some kind of... Uh, when's our, has it been the 100th anniversary of uh, RTI? No, it's. Uh, I believe it's either 92nd or 93rd. I feel like we're kind of vaguely close. We're but, seven years away, okay, man. We'll, we'll see stick we, at it. <laughs> we got to make it. That's the thing, right? We got to make it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one of the cool things. I mean, I did Pudu uh, with my family... And uh, the, the the company uh, RTI did Pudu, right? And yeah, there was yeah, like a yeah, bunch yeah. of cookies and a bunch of soda and stuff like that, but nothing to this effect. And people were just kind of like, "Oh, it's kind of nice that you know AIT really participates. They they they, they get into the spirit of Taiwan yeah, when they're definitely. here." Definitely. Here's the interesting thing, though. When AIT had the um, they had a group picture commemorating the event. You see the director of AIT, and you see like those public figures. The people in the back mosaicked out. Oh yeah, yeah. They've what? been they got they're they're mosaiced out. I Why? thought you were about to say something like really freaky, like that. There's a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're like that person. Yeah. I mean, he that, died that, ten years ago. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> and I would he was not, in the picture. I do not have that much like research on him. <laughs> but so they like they 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 hid who was who was present. They hid day. because they were just like, are these like who are the sensitive people, man? Wow. Are these, like you know, intelligence agents. I mean, there was, there was a, uh, a senator in America who on Facebook said like there were 30,000 American troops in Taiwan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like... And then like the editor of the People's Daily, yeah. the China newspaper was like, this is war. And yeah. you're like, are you really going to go to war over a tweet? <laughs> well, not just that, but like, I, I, I okay. Or like, this is like here, the hidden people kind of thing. If they were here on so some clandestine... So where are you going to hide 30,000 Americans? Right. If you, if you, if this is some like clandestine operation by operatives, understandable. <laughs> but 30,000, I think you'd notice a 30,000 you person operation. You yeah. think so, but I mean, AIT is only so big. Anyway, that was the, I, I didn't want to bring much attention to the mosaics, <laughs> but I will say, um, yeah, it's kind of cool. I do want to get my hands on the AIT beer. I I'd really love it. wonder what it's J- like. Just in terms of the, the comments we're getting, we've got uh, Nasir Aziz yeah. joining us from uh, Pakistan, if I remember correctly. Yes. Uh, Rashid Nas from Pakistan. Ah. Um, Joshua Bendia, as ever, from the Philippines. Hello. Uh, Sri Masriya from uh, Indonesia. Uh, Dwee Budi, uh, sorry, I lost you. Uh, Radarja, Ra- Raharjo. 
uh, also from Indonesia, and Dablu Anwar from... Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to look it up. But Dablu Anwar is here anyway. Yeah. Uh, and Saiful Islam from Bangladesh. Uh, Nasiruzi is asking, tell me the cake of Taiwan, which we do not see in the world. What cake? There's there a, any special cakes? Yeah, there's a traditional wedding cake that has meat floss in it. Oh, oh I no. hate meat floss so much. That's uh Oh, I that's, actually had have you had the have you been to that ice cream shop that does um you know the one I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, does pork floss it does ice pork cream? Floss ice cream. No. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I haven't yeah. done that oh, one. Oh, really? No, I ate pork floss ice cream on Taiwan Insider. Oh did you? I did. What did you think of it? Andrew tricked me. Because he tricked you. What did yeah. he tell you it was? No, he didn't tell us anything. He's just like, it was like ice cream roulette. Uh-huh. So he gave us, he was Natalie, Andrew, and I. And then he just like, he had three cups of ice cream. And he's just like, one of these is not like the other. Oh. And it was the pork did, floss. Did they look similar? They kind of did. But the thing was, the amazing thing was, I didn't want pork floss ice cream. I don't want to imagine what it's like. Yeah, yeah. But the minute I ate it, I knew you knew what it was. What it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Bravo!" I actually had some really nice ice cream at this place. It's, it's in Shiman in in Taipei. You can get. Uh, they have some interesting flavors. Uh, they're worth trying, uh-huh. but the scoops are quite big. So, like, if you try it and you don't like it, there's, it's quite a lot to give <laughs> You're away. You're done. What so, are some of the other flavors? So I go with sharing if you can. Uh, they have like loads of like the more traditional flavors. They also have loads of tea, which is like, I had like a really nice tea one actually. Uh, whiskey was great as well. It's, it's very, very highly alcoholic. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there was. Uh, I struggle to remember them now, but the, uh, I had. A, but there was a basil one as well. Ooh. Yeah, it was there. There's some really interesting stuff. So, yeah. yeah, don't don't knock it. Again, for all our talk about beer and whiskey, guys, we would like to remind you to be responsible yes, while drinking. Absolutely. Uh, don't drink and drive. Don't drive and drink, as they say in Taiwan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all we have for Pudu. If you got any questions about Ghost Month or how Ghost Month has been messing me up, let me know because I have not been having a good month, man. <laughs> All right, Stash. So let's get to your story about what was it about? It was we had a pop the popcat alternative. Right. Or do you want the bears? Uh let's talk about the popcat alternative. Okay. Now if you're an avid watcher of Radio Taiwan International shows on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I did a hashtag Taiwan segment about a very popular game in Taiwan called Popcat. And it's popular because, well, not because it's any compelling game. <laughs> basically, it counts how many times you can press a picture of a cat. Yeah, just click. And basically. make it open its mouth. Yeah, and the cat makes a pop sound and it opens its mouth. Yeah. Picture. It's a very primitive, it's got two frames one of the cat with its mouth closed and one with the cat with its mouth open. And it makes a sound as it goes between those two frames. Uh, and uh, people get, get very competitive about it. If you watch, um, uh, as he says, if you watch hashtag Taiwan, yeah. you'll know all about this. People are also extending it in unexpected directions. Um, so some uh, uh, a group called Taiwan Meme, or a page rather, has made a popcat uh, clicker game which involves Xi Jinping, the... Um, the leader of, of, of China. Um, and when you click on it, it's, uh, he said on the background of Tiananmen Square and he uh, turns into Winnie the Pooh when you click oh on it. Oh, I'm sure he's going to love it. Hey, Emma, check this out. 
There yeah, you go. that's oh what it looks God, like. Yeah. For, for those of you who can't see it, I'm, wait, uh, let me let me uh, let's see. Yeah, let's zoom see in on it. In and that. it's I saw this over the weekend, and after having reported on Popcat, I was like, oh no! <laughs> I was just, oh no! And apparently, he says something when you click on. It. I don't yeah, wanna... they're saying that he says. Uh, I'm gonna zoom back, zoom back out yeah, so yeah. our viewers can uh, see the rest of us. But it says that he uh, says we reminisce about them. But who's he, who's he referring to? I don't really I don't really it understand that. It could be any that. of us. <laughs> uh, I don't know who he's reminiscing about. Um, but uh, yeah, just in terms of background, the the whole um, Winnie the Pooh thing. Uh, famously, he's uh, Xi Jinping has been compared his appear in terms of his appearance to Winnie the Pooh, uh, and he was not very uh, happy about that, I believe. <laughs> and um, and so uh, subsequently, those references were sort of censored. Winnie the Pooh is thoroughly censored in China. Yeah. Uh, which is a very bizarre kind of fact. About I feel China. like it's just one of those things where when you're a kid and your siblings teasing you and your parents says just like ignore them and they'll give up on it. But like <sighs> you're just, if you feed into it, like they're gonna get more obsessed with it. And I feel like this is kind of the happening. same thing yeah, happens here. They're kind of everyone's leaning into it now. Yeah. The, so the people who made it, so they're not gonna give their real names because of fear of uh, uh, denial of service tax with retribution. DDoS. Yeah, uh, and it's it's apparently. People in, in Hong Kong discovered the domain, so they had to launch it like straight up. And uh, oh. Taiwan quickly overtook Hong Kong. Uh, for a while, Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Macau occupied the top three places on the Ooh. leaderboard before Malaysia surpassed Macau. Wow. Yeah, apparently Malaysia. Malaysia's really in these pop games too. Really? I, I mentioned like in PopCat, like I focused on Taiwan and Thailand, but Malaysia was like number three. They were number two to Taiwan for a little bit, and then they got knocked out by Thailand, and then they were number three. But yeah it's fascinating they're into the clicking they are into the they are very much into the clicking yeah so this is a, a kind of satirical take on a an otherwise quite popular game well i don't know i think i'll stick to popcat we got a solid lead on there we're in the hundred of billions baby all right uh you know what emma let's hop over to you and let's talk about some of the restrictions that are being lifted because now you told me you had a friend down in Tainan who tried to go swimming with a mask on <laughs> like this. And yeah. that boggles my mind. Like, that's how does that even like, work? It's just like being waterboarded, That's surely. like what we were all doing. Yeah. We had our masks on and you could tell like whose masks were better quality or not because the low, lower quality ones, like one wave would hit them and like their mask would just come drooping down and like some of them would hold their shape more. But overall, yeah, you were basically but, like, like the, the water drowning. was going on your mask. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's horrible. I imagine it's not a like, great feeling. It's like a paper mache on your face. Yeah. So eventually people would start taking them off once the mask was basically useless at that point and i mean the beach area was big enough that there was space between people and there's police patrolling the area and i remember one of my friends eventually a wave came and just like pulled his mask away mm. and then there was a police like out there blowing whistles and it wasn't sh it wasn't very clear who he was blowing the whistle at so i had to run back to the beach and try to get another mask to run back out to him uh, so he could put it on before coming back out wow but apparently that won't be necessary anymore um because uh starting from monday uh, the beaches are now open for all sorts of water activities. So you can go snorkeling or scuba diving, free diving, and you have to like still register when you like scan the QR code mm. when you go into the beach areas. And there's a bunch of regulations that any employees who are running companies that are like snorkeling companies or scuba diving companies that 
they have to follow like they have to be tested i think every week um the groups have to be like 50 percent smaller than before mm. but it's still possible um and they also have to provide a ziploc bag for customers to put their face masks in so <laughs> you won't have to wear it in the water that's so very specific so swimming like sea swimming is is fine yeah uh but you have to be what if you're just like you know up to your waist in the water chatting with a friend is that does that count as swimming Ooh, Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, that like, is a great and then like question. someone like, like, "Hey, you're not swimming. Just you know, just fall over. Yeah, you know, just go right in. <laughs> splash about a bit. Stash asking the riveting questions. <laughs> I'm, I'm lo- you know, asking for the, I'm looking for the loopholes. No, I'm not. Looking, I'm, I'm not really looking for the loopholes. But no, I mean, it seems like this is something. Swimming with a mask on seems like something that no one should do. That just sounds I dangerous. Did it multiple <laughs> yeah. times. That does <laughs> sound dangerous. Like, I I can imagine like you the it's gonna get soaked. Yeah, and then I feel like it can make a seal around your mouth. Yeah, I mean, I I I've had enough experiences like cycling in the rain when I mean that's oh, you know, yeah. that's bad enough. Oh. I can't imagine just like straight oh, up stay. water being in the sea. <laughs> I got so soaked the other day. You should have seen me. Is this one of those things where I'm gonna be like I'm lucky, like you're lucky to be around, Stan? And I can realize <laughs> like oh he's the circumstances by which Mr. Butler comes to us. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean Taiwan's rain as well. It's just absolutely terrific. It's been insane. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Like, I don't know if you've been here for the years before. It used to be bad. Yeah, but not like this bad. Really, yeah. really, really, really. Because last year was a drought. Yeah, and then all of a sudden and they're back. I mean, you know, uh, there's that the, the Commonwealth magazine have that kind of water thing where you yeah, can yeah, see yeah. the water levels. It's like we've gone from like the lowest in like ten years to the highest in ten years. It's been it's been that big a turnaround. That's insane in terms of like water capacity in our reservoirs. That's- all right stash uh we got about maybe two minutes left you want to tell us about the bearing bearing down on bearing me? down yeah i mean so it's kind of a thing like so the taiwan black bear uh is taiwan's biggest bear is the only bear i, I think, think it's the only i think bear, it's the only yeah. bear yeah um, and you know it's a symbol. Uh, it's used as a kind of symbol in lots of kind of marketing materials. Uh-huh. I think for Taipei, it's it's that it's a it's a symbol. I think for Taiwan, I think it's for Taiwan in general as well. But no one's ever seen one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're really, really, uh, you know, what's the word? Elusive. Yeah, you know, you can't, you don't see them about. They're not like they don't, you know, they're not off common scene around commonly seen around humans yeah, yeah. so everyone's like oh yeah black bears but no like and i hang out with a lot of people who spend a lot of time in nature and yeah, like yeah. you know climb a lot of mountains and stuff and they have never seen one so it's quite a big thing when people actually see one Stash, of these bears. you're going down a dangerous road of bear conspiracies man i, I mean like okay they're def- but, but this this a rare sighting bear exists is basically the headline <laughs> i guess um, bear exists bear exists bear that we all heard of uh, it was spotted in Yishan National Park, so we can reassure everyone that these things do actually exist. A uh, national park worker was driving along a highway, and it was crossing the road. I mean, how dangerous, He's you know? Popping right out. He's yeah. Like, hey, man, how's it going? Yeah, and they were just. <laughs> he quickly notified park officials, like this thing does exist. <laughs> we found <laughs> we one. We found one. <laughs> it's like Bigfoot, man. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's more of them out because there's less people hiking there. Maybe, yeah. I bet. Yeah, yeah. So it's in uh So this is in. Uh, they say that research shows that the biggest, the largest concentration, apparently one, is in uh, <laughs> national uh, Yushan National Park, uh, Jade Mountain, Taiwan's highest mountain. Uh, it's the national park around it. Uh, so that's where most of the bears are. 
Uh, it says they're typically shy and stay away from humans, but they can be attracted by the smell of food or garbage. How, just, b- how big are they? They're kind of like, they're not like huge. They're not like kind of like grizzly bears. They're no, like American no, no. bears. Yeah. I mean, even like American brown bears, they're, they're, they're smaller than people, I think. Really? Like four to five feet. Which ones are the, like the really huge ones? Like grizzlies grizzly or bears. Kodiak oh, bears. Oh, so grizzlies and browns are different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Grizzlies will like, they can swipe it at a tree and it'll go timber. Oh, wow. I think Kodiaks are even scarier. Really? I think so. But those are up in Alaska. Um, I think my, my most recent experience was in that movie, The, um, the Revenant. The one with uh, oh. Leo DiCaprio <laughs> when he gets attacked by a bear. That was Spoiler insane. Yeah. You've never seen that one? I mean, that's pretty. That's, that's kind of a major plot point near the beginning, so no spoilers. <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway, that's not going to happen with you in a Taiwan bear, probably. And they're yeah, also they're, much smaller. So. They're, they're tiny. They're, yeah. they're tiny they, and Actually, cute. They're, they're kind of endangered. Yeah. yeah. People hunt them. They trap them. Yeah. They get caught in traps and stuff like that. Uh, but I do love them very much. We use them for all of the tourism marketing. Yeah, they're like, they're different mascots. We should just do a unicorn. You and know. they look yeah. absolutely nothing like the real thing. They don't. They look happy. All they have is that distinctive V. Anyway, that's all the time we have for this edition of Here in Taiwan. I do very hope you enjoy. I do hope very much you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> I can speak. Yeah. Um, up next, like I said, we have hashtag Taiwan and status update for Here in Taiwan. I'm Leslie Liao. I'm Emma Burnett. And I'm Stash Butler. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hello and welcome to Hashtag Taiwan. I'm your host, Leslie Liao. Every week in this show, we take a look at what's trending online in Taiwan. Sometimes I take a look at a funny YouTube video. Sometimes I take a look at what's trending on Facebook. But today, I'm going to be talking about an online game. Now, I consider myself an avid gamer. I've played my share of video games, but this one I just can't seem to wrap my head around. It's called Popcat, and it's taken the world by storm, but you know what? Taiwanese people in particular seem to be very partial to this online game. In fact, in the game's leaderboard, Taiwan is currently number one. Now, you might be thinking, what does this game entail? Well, the game is basically just a way to see how many times you can click on a picture of a cat. That's it. And, um, yeah, you might be thinking, why do Taiwanese people love it so much? Well, don't worry, because I'm going to be offering up my theory as to why people love PopCat so much coming up in this episode of Hashtag Taiwan. Don't go away. You're going to want to listen to this. This is PopCat. It's an internet game that's taken Taiwan by storm. This is how you play PopCat. You just press the little cat on the screen, make it go pop, and, well, that's it. There's a counter on top to show you how many times you've popped a cat. I know, I know, it sounds absolutely riveting. If you thought this game was compelling because of its gameplay, well, you're wrong. It's basically a glorified clicker counter, but I will say, don't knock it until you try it, because it's pretty easy to get carried away playing PopCat. <laughs> Instead of fun mechanics or, say, an interesting story, this game is fueled by competition and the desire to win. You see, PopCat will use your location to determine where you're popcatting from. The cumulative pops everyone makes in a country gets shown on a leaderboard. And guess who's number one, baby? That's right, Taiwan. We're ahead of second place Thailand by nearly 15 billion pops. But let me tell you something. PopCat laughs at our 15 billion pop lead. 15 billion pops means nothing to PopCat. In fact, earlier this week, 
Thailand beat out Taiwan to take the Popcat throne. Thailand surged past Taiwan, at one point leading the country 30 billion to 18 billion pops. But all is well in the land of Taiwan Popcat because users rallied and retook the top spot. How did Taiwan do it? Well, online users shared their tips for upping their Popcat output. Taiwanese model Melody showed us that you can speed through Popcat by flapping your lips against your phone screen. Then someone figured out you can press a massage gun against your finger and furiously Popcat that way. Now, I have a theory about why Taiwan is so intense about Popcat, and I believe it's because of the Olympics. You know, an international competition where countries compete to see who can perform the best? During the most recent Tokyo 2020 Olympics, Taiwan walked away with 12 medals, its best performance ever. And surveys here show people were watching the Olympics and cheering on Taiwan like never before. Now that the Olympics are over, we're channeling all of that energy into Popcat. But do you know who else hasn't forgotten about the Olympics? Thailand. I think Thai people want revenge for Taiwanese badminton star Dai Ying beating their Rachinok Intanon in a very, very close semi-final match at the Olympics. And that's why they're so bent on beating us at Popcat. Even now, Popcat shows that Thailand's pops per second, or PPS for those of you who want to get scientific, is significantly higher than Taiwan's. And that makes me nervous. But there's always a silver lining. Someone online says it's not so bad that Taiwan and Thailand are locked in such a close contest on Popcat because at least this way people will finally realize that Thailand and Taiwan are different places. And you know what? I don't mind the friendly competition because at the end of the day, Taiwan and Thailand are still part of the Milk Tea Alliance and we're gonna love each other either way. And now, if you'll excuse me, I gotta get back to Popcat. <laughs> Now that just about does it for this week's edition of Hashtag Taiwan. I hope you enjoyed it. And a lot of people online ask me how to play PopCat. I don't think there's an app you can download. All you have to do is go into your web browser and type in popcat.click. So P-O-P dot C-L-I-C-K. And you can PopCat your life away, which is what I've been doing over the past week. At least I know uh, however many pops I contributed, it goes towards Taiwan's total. And you know what? That's fine by me. Anyway, uh, that's it. Uh, and until next week, stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy. And I'd like to emphasize stay safe because there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, guys. I'll talk to you again next week. This is Status Update. Thank you so much for tuning in to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lynn. I'm John Van Trieste. And we are going to get to your letters later on. Letters that you write us uh, about programs you listened to in this past week and what your comments are about them. But uh, before that, we're going to update our own personal status a little bit here. And um, I think I got a notice from this uh, sports center that I'm a member of, which is like 10-minute walk from where I live. And saying that they've reopened and that they welcome, you know, members to go back and exercise and take classes mm. or whatever. A government sports center? A local? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a, yeah, it's a government sports center. It's one of those that they have in every district, obviously, um, you know, of, uh, of Taipei City, I, th I would say. Or New Taipei in your case. Oh, and yeah, and New <laughs> Taipei in my case. Yeah. So. Yeah. I got a, I got a call member? from, no, I have oh. a gym. Oh, um, right. Okay. My nearest sports center is at a very inconvenient location for me. There's not really much public transport there. Uh, 
it's a bit of a ways. So. Oh. Um, that, that's I am a member of a gym, yeah. though, and I got a call uh, to the same effect, and I told them, yeah, I'm not coming back till our case numbers are, are zero, basically, for a few weeks. Oh, uh, okay. Or as for me, yeah. Because most of the time, like, we can wear a mask in the studio, right? But, like, yes. And, and I wear a mask, I wore a mask before the, the things got kind of bad here. Yeah, at, at the gym. At the gym. But when you I take a shower, you can't wear a mask. When you shower off afterwards, and there's all kinds of gross people around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I I can't imagine exercising with my mask on. I've done it. I've done it for a while, but uh, before May, when the when the case numbers really blew up, and then they closed the gym, oh, and I haven't been back since. Because you know, I I already have. You know, as it is, sometimes I have difficulty breathing just wearing my mask. You know, just walking normally in the studio at RTI yeah. or whatever, but. I, I, I can't I don't I can't imagine myself wearing a mask and exercising. So it's okay. I don't know. So I basically I told my husband I said because we're both members, um, and we have the same coach who's been training us on strength training. Oh, you're back doing to that. weights. Yeah, I mean we I have stopped. No, no, no. We had a membership with him, but then COVID kicked in. So then the the, the center sports center was closed. No, I mean before that, you had like a personal trainer for a while, didn't you? Well, that's you, the personal then, trainer, but no, 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 but before. he's with the sports center. Oh, okay. Yeah, he works at the sports center. You see. So okay. Yeah, there, there's this thing about. I um, you well, I guess, your, didn't you hurt your knees or something? You told uh, me that you'd hurt something. That was way before this coach, okay. though. So I'm t- that I'm, was I'm, totally okay. somebody else. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's totally somebody else. Okay. I'm totally a different gym. And okay, yeah. I don't want to be reminded of that coach, <laughs> sorry. So um, anyway, yeah. And, you know, I actually am looking forward to my, looking forward to going back to my strength training. But but if you have to wear a mask, you know, I, 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 I can't do that. So I told my husband to let a coach know that we're going to wait until we don't have to wear masks. Yeah. So, and I we also are uh, we also joined uh, Zumba classes on Wednesdays, I mean Mondays and Wednesdays at the same sports center. Wow. That has not resumed yet. I'm I I can understand why because you know, you can't allow a group of people all yeah. doing the same dance although they are allowing 50 people per I mean wait. Did, did they say 50 people yeah, for indoor, indoor yeah, yeah. events but how big of an event? I mean, how big of an area? I mean, it doesn't I matter. They still have to maintain social distancing. Oh, no. Well, that's, that's the maximum. Yeah. So if well, they can't maintain social distancing, it's probably less than that. Right. Now we do, I, I think we have like 30 students in mm. the Zumba class. But if you want to keep distance, that's going to be kind of hard. I mean, the room mm. itself is, the classroom itself is nice and big. But yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the Zumba class again. But again, if I have to wear a mask while doing it, oh, I don't see the fun of doing that. I'll be suffocating and collapsing before I can do the routine. Mm. You know, oh, it's really a bummer. I mean, yeah, I feel kind of out of shape, don't you? Same here. For a couple, for a couple of months of not being able to go. Well, I did buy some home equipment, but yeah, yeah, yeah same here, same here. Have you been keeping up? No, because it just you it, know I can't get into it, and my rabbit looks at me weird <laughs> while I'm doing it, like. He's yeah. like, what are you doing, human? Oh, uh, well, um, uh, we do have, you know, exercise equipment, too, and we haven't really been using them either, like weights and stuff. It's um, like um, how some people have trouble working from home. I have trouble exercising at same home. Same here. There's not, a, there's not a... I have trouble working from home. Uh, I'm okay with that, but, <laughs> but exercising at home is a different matter. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. It doesn't have the right atmosphere. Oh, okay. Well, remember I was telling you that, okay, since we're home... Uh, we try to look for like, you know, YouTubes on Zumba uh, routines. Yeah. 
and my husband and I would still, we just have to move our coffee table and we've got enough space, mm. you know, for the two of us to, you know, do a YouTube one hour routine, you know, Zumba routine. But lately, my husband's not like mm. not interested and I don't know why. And, and so I waited for a week and he didn't, he never initiated. I waited for another week and then I said, forget it. I'm just said, I said, honey, just set up the computer for me that I'm just going to dance, you know, do the Zumba mm. myself. And that's what happened for a couple of times. And um, so, and then now I try to make sure that after my Zumba class, my Zumba hour routine, I do some weights. Otherwise, I'll probably never get to it. You know, uh, we've got some dumbbells at home. So, <clears throat> but I did hurt my, I don't know, some muscle in my, you know, my, my lower forearm, arm, my forearm. Yeah. It must be something I'm not doing right. I'm asking my son, you know, what am I not doing right? But he, he can't tell me. I mean, what could be, what could have gone wrong? Mm. So I, I, so for the last couple of weeks, I have to stay away from doing weights on yeah. my biceps and all that. And, you know, it's such a pain. The most exercise I've gotten is bunny chases <laughs> because he likes, he's gotten into biting, chewing on the back oh, of my not again. bookshelf, which she's not oh, supposed no, to Oh no, onto something new. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. So when he does that, I have to go, no, 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 no. We don't do that. Oh, <laughs> so, no. You know, um, now that you're talking about pets, you remember I told you how my son has gone on my case about, you know, getting a pet. Oh, yeah. 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 How, what happened? He's still at it. Well, the bunny shelter. I'm telling you, well, I don't know about rabbit. He's more thinking about a cat. Okay. So I finally, because he brought it up again yesterday when he was driving me home from work. Rabbits are independent too. They don't need a lot of attention. Well, they need attention, but like they're cat-like in that. They take care of themselves. They do what, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going like. I said, son, is it you who's the one who really wants a pet? And he was saying that, you know, mom and dad, you guys should get a pet now that you're empty nesters and blah, blah, blah. So I said, look, this is what you need to do. You need to go to daddy and, and see if he's fine about the idea. And then I want you not to use, not to spend money to get a kitten. I mean, if daddy says yes, you gotta adopt. then yes, that you need to go to a shelter and get, get one. Because okay. the problem is like, if you buy from a pet store, that that encourages them to keep making the mother whatever it is cat or dog make them keep getting pregnant over and over and over again i know so it's really sad yeah. isn't it sad it's like a machine it's, it's abusive yeah yeah um, but anyway so um i don't know we'll, we'll see because he's been at me for like oh, i don't know how many times i'm going like what is going on and well, now i'm trying to prepare myself if he really is going to go ahead and get us a, you know, a, a kitten from the shelter or something like that. I don't know. What are you doing? You're it showing is. me a picture. Here of it is. Uh, the, go check it out. The rabbit? Oh, the rabbit. Okay. This for, is, for this the is rabbit where you need shelter. to go. Okay. Yeah. All right. They have open um, house days once a month. Yeah. I, 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 I have to ask my son if he wants a rabbit, though, because I think that's something really new to him. So... Wait a minute. That's not. That's from the shelter. That's not your snowball. Okay. No. No. Okay. Beautiful. That was a. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, John. You're, you're trying very hard. <laughs> yes. You're trying very, very hard. Those are really nice, fluffy. They are. Rabbits. They all need home. So you, you're starting to get me there. Okay. Would it be easier to take care of a rabbit uh, as opposed to a kitten? I think so. You think so? Um, okay. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Okay. Because you don't need to like scoop litter. I mean, you have to change their their litter box, but it's uh no scooping, That's... no no low clumping cat yeah. litter you gotta throw out. Oh, uh, okay. 
That that doesn't that that doesn't sound hard. Yeah, you change their okay. water once a day. You feed them twice a day. And yeah, make sure they have plenty of hay and of course fresh water and a, a, a good big space. No bunny cages. They're too small for them. Big space. You need sort of a playpen, like a like a, maybe the size of the desk you're at, so okay. that they can have a, their own. They need to kind of exercise a bit. That's uh, all. All right. Wait, how how big is Snowball? Um, he's about a kilo. A kilo, like uh, a size bit wise. Over a kilo, yeah. I mean, I'm like showing okay, John two. my my um. Okay, so it's not like the big big kind of. You can. They have those too. But, no, I don't. Because um, <laughs> the the space you're telling me is not that big. I want to make sure that I keep a small one so that it it can really. I keep him on top of a bed frame. To, I keep him on top of a bed frame that doesn't have a bed. That that sounds that sounds like bigger than this. That's about the that's about that the size area that they need. Okay. And then you have to let them have a bunny-proof area for them to just run around for about an hour a day. Oh. Just nothing like that they can get into trouble with, no electrical cords. Yeah, that doesn't sound hard because, you um, know, my son was going like, I'm not going to get a dog because I mean, they do need, like, veterinary it. care. And some <laughs> of them have special needs, so you've got to be yeah. careful. But um, So do you have a vet near you that yeah. if anything oh, you, happens? The other thing you've got to occasionally, you got to brush them and trim their nails once about, about once a month or so. Okay. Trimming the nails is a bit tricky. That's the tricky part. Oh, but, that, that scares me now. That scares um, me now, John. <laughs> that scares me now. Do you know how it is, you know, clipping the, the nails of babies, yeah. you know, toddlers? Ugh. Okay. So. Yeah. It's a two-person <laughs> job, but it's not that bad. Okay, all right. Well, so you can go back to thinking. or just go back to exercising if you don't want. <laughs> Tell your son to to, to 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 go exercise instead now that the gyms are reopened. Oh well, he's not a member of the the, the same well, sports center. If you don't but... want to adopt that animal, get him to join. <laughs> that you can distract him that way. Yeah, you know. I mean, he's yeah. It, that's how it is. You know, young guys they need to be on the move. They mm. need to. Yeah, they've got this pent up, you know, energy inside. So anyway, all right. Well, hey, that was a fun chat. Um, let's get to the letters. All right. <laughs> okay. So yes, as always, like I said, we always love to get your letters um, and read them on air. Just you know what you think about our programs. Our address is PO Box one two three dash one nine nine Taipei Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti And don't forget to check out our Facebook page and our YouTube channel and leave us a comment there. Okay, I've got a letter from Siddhartha Padachaji of um, India. Yes, and uh, let's see here. Uh, he listened in on August 10th from 1600 to 1700 UTC at 9405 kHz. SIO rating was uh, 444. It says, he says, good signal today. And here I submit my audio clips. Oh, well, thank you so much for doing that, but you wouldn't have to next time. Um, he has a question for us. He says, okay. how popular is donation of human organs in our country? That is not uh, organ I donor. Knew, I know you, about. You don't know about, right? Um, I actually signed, I mean, how should I say it? I, I have a like, donor's card. Yeah, I feel like it's not as common as in some countries. People are a bit freaked out about it. They feel like you should be You're right. kind of whole at death. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the, the only reason why I have this donor's card is because we did it as a church as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's like individuals, I think times people don't like to talk about death. No. They really don't. You know? It's a very and taboo sort of thing. Very sensitive thing. And I, so yeah. um, I'm not sure about Taiwanese people themselves, but you're right. They really care about, you know, the death of their families that they want to keep the body as a whole. Yeah. Or even if they, you know, um, after cremation. No. Wait, cremation is when it's all powder form? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do not keep them powder form. You know, it's really funny. I was watching this movie the other day, 
And I was going like, wait a minute, how come this person is holding a, this small, really, really teeny urn? Because of its powder form. Because yeah. I've only seen big ones in Taiwan. Yeah. Whether it's my grandmother's or my grandfather's or my uncle's or whatever, they're huge. And that's because they're still in their perfect bone form. Yeah. And so, Do you have yeah. depositories like that? Right. But they keep the bones. I don't know. That's right. Um, so, okay. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're not in a position to really tell you about that. I think it depends on the person, but there is, yes. it's possible. You, I can, think, you can sign up to. Yes, yes, definitely. But I think um, people who, Taiwanese people who have Western education will probably be more, uh, more open to this yes. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, yeah, but if it's talking about local, you know, like traditional um, conservative Taiwanese people, probably not. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes on to say, he said, be safe and fight against coronavirus. Hope all of your staff is safe. Um, in our country, we're going partial lockdown stage. Some of the states are in lockdown condition to fight against the virus and already started vaccination program for 18 to 45 years of age group and frontline staff with senior citizens as well. I had been vaccinated and I hope for better fight against the virus. And uh, it says, uh, number of COVID cases has decreased over India, but still exists. And we are hoping for the best. And it says here, um, okay, well, thank you so much. That was again uh, from Siddhartha Bhattacharya of India. Thank you. We've got a letter here from Yagi Koji, who's writing to us from uh, Tokyo, Japan. It says here, Dear Radio Taiwan International, congratulations on Feast Meets West's 21st anniversary. I'm Koji Miyagi, who lives in Tokyo and regularly tunes into your English and Japanese programs. Thanks to staying at home, I've recently started to listen to Feast Meets West on Sunday afternoon. The show gives me a great opportunity to learn about Taiwanese local food and culture, particularly Andrew's views on the current news and trends in Taiwan are very interesting and easy to understand. Moreover, the conversation between Andrew and Ellen is always lots of fun. Anyway, the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games are halfway there. At the time of writing, yeah, they mm. were. Um, I hope both Taiwanese and Japanese athletes set a good record. Taiwan did, had its best performance ever at the Olympics this year, so thank you. Yeah, um, that's right. Today I'm report, write, uh, reporting about my reception of your English program on August 1st from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. Program details said there was newsmakers, Taiwan Brain Games, Feast Meets West, etc. It says Feast Meets West include the following contents. The program made its twenty made its twenty first anniversary in August. Tex Mex in Taipei and Taipei Mexico Taco, and the last song was Mexico by Carrie Underwood. Reception conditions, uh Simpo was 45333 to 35222. Good to poor reception conditions due to unstable propagation and atmospheric noise. It's as if the details of this uh, report correspond with your station log. I would appreciate it if you send me a QSL card. Please let me know if you have any requests and or comment. Thank you very much. Best regards, Koji Miyagi. And he's attached a lov two lovely photos of sunflowers near his home in Tokyo. Wow. Thank you for that. It's beautiful color. It's in color, by the way. Okay. I have another letter from Japan. This is from Fumito Hokamura. And um, he listened in on August 2nd uh, at 15320 kHz. And it seemed like the simple rating was pretty bad from ones to fives. Um, and it says here, uh, he listened to the news, I believe, um, and also about the Olympics. Um, and it says, congratulations on the gold, silver, and bronze medals at the Tokyo Summer Olympics, won by the Taiwan national team. I cheered on the Japanese team and the Taiwan team. I was very surprised by the judo player I hope that uh, the we Taiwanese will... one. Yeah, I think he he, he, he got a that. silver. I think he was really good. Yeah. Yeah, 
And it says, I hope that we host a national, okay, it says the National Festival of Taiwan someday. I would cheer on Japan and Taiwan and Vietnam nationals next time. So that was again Fumito Hokamura of Fukuoka-ken, Japan. And thank you so much for all the letters and do keep them coming. We always, always love to hear from you. Let us know what you think about our programs. Our address is PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page and YouTube channel and leave us some comments. All right. Until next week, I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.